in this episode. Yeah, so, well, how can people get in touch with uh, in touch with this man while we're getting ready? So they can they can well, do this while we're while we're getting ready. They can go and they can check out ways that they can connect with the show. Who cares? Why bother? They're not gonna. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Screw all you people. Look at what you've done to Chad. <laughs> Yeah, if we could get one email that says, I hate your show, that'd be awesome. Welcome, you're listening to Paleo Cheese Podcast, episode 35, part one, Alien Abductions. Welcome back, everybody. I am Jeremiah Bannister. Did you say it? Chad Lutsky. He just he, yes, I just said I, it. <laughs> all I all I heard was Jer- what? No. Yeah, I uh, okay. I am Chad Lutsky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it again in case the audio is all messed up, dude. I'll say it again. That's fine. Right. We'll keep it. <laughs> well, I don't know if it, if the audio is bad. It's bad. That'd be terrible. That's all right. So well, it okay, makes for we'll an entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Are we part uh, of we part, part of a network? Yeah. Yes, we're part of a network of people who probably don't make such terrible mistakes. <laughs> yeah, you're listening to Paleo Cheese Podcast, part of the Project Entertainment Network. And Chad, dude, it's been a long time. It has. You said it's been since, I guess, March. Here we are, March, uh, March. May 7th. Yeah. And um, yeah, we, we had a uh, unexpected hiatus. For yeah. very good reason, if you want to share a little bit. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, we weren't just being lazy, right? I, I was thinking, I was trying, scrambling in my head, like thinking of a way that I could throw you under the bus, Chad, and like blame you as a comedic joke. But it's not true, and, and it's not comedic. It's actually a serious thing. Uh, my Back in March, the week of my birthday, um, my mother-in-law and brother-in-law, they were in a car in Battle Creek, and they got in a car accident. And um, my brother-in-law died. And my mother-in-law was in a coma for, I don't know, like three weeks before she opened her eyes. And she's she's responding a little bit. It's inconsistent, but there it was it's severe. And so uh, the brain surgery was really critical. They had to do it quickly. Um, and the therapy has not even begun because she wasn't responsive. And so we have a lot of things in the future that we got to deal with. We're dealing with tons of stuff we've been dealing with ever since that, that day and especially my wife. And so huge, huge applause for her uh, because of what she's going through. This is her, her only sibling and uh, her dad's really hasn't been part of the picture for a very long time. So this is kind of like a saving private Ryan kind of moment. And uh, there's a lot of big decisions ahead and so we weren't able to do the show, <laughs> right? There was just no way. And I, I wasn't in a headspace. I wasn't. Chad can attest to it. I was not in a headspace for this. Um, but, the, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, trauma and everything like that. It, it kind of has phases, right? And so dealing with any tragedy like this. In fact, if you want to hear how people deal with tragedy, you can listen to our last very somber episode that we did. Chad's fault. <laughs> your fault, Chad. You know, I got to say this, man. People should go back for real because you talked in the episode about um, about just how terrible it is and how you you loathe um, 
accidents, freak things out of yeah. the blue, right? Yeah. And and within a matter of like a week, this yeah. happened. You know, and yeah. I'm having a good time online. I'm responding to people, right? Having a blast. And then Jeremiah, we gotta go. Why? My mom was in an accident, choppered to a hospital. I'm like, what? And so it's you know. It was weird how how that happened. It was a little bit of yeah. preparation, you know? I mean, to be really honest about that, like that conversation and hearing the way you talk about these things and stuff, like that, was, that, that helped. But I wasn't in a headspace, but I am now. And so I said, let's get, let's do it. Let's get back together. I wasn't sure, man. I was like, is Jack going to want to? And when I mentioned it, you're like, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, dude, we need to get back. And so yeah, we got well, I, and I also, you know, we talked... Uh, weeks ago about how and i know you and i knew that you didn't want to just wallow i knew at one point even if you weren't ready that you would probably want to just to get your head out of the tedium of grief you know for a, a little bit of escape so that you could maybe have something to laugh at for a bit and um have some normalcy so yeah just normal life dude i mean it's because it's a sorrowful sphere man you know, mm -hmm. it just is. You get in this bubble where every day, everything is is the same thing. And dude, it's only just begun. I mean, she's probably gonna live at our house. And well, it's a possibility if yeah. if it's if if we can accommodate that, which it may be too severe, or just too difficult and even problematic. We got a bunch of kids, and so mm -hmm. these are just really difficult things we got to deal with. And even funeral, we still haven't had the memorial because of restrictions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're limited on that. Um, you know, it was, it was just the, the things to think about. But yeah, you're right. After a while, you know, you get to a place where you just go, look, I I may not be 100 percent back, but I have to go back because the world keeps going. You can look out the window and see the world's still kicking it. Yeah. You know, people are life is happening. The sun's out. The moon's out. And so you got your cycle and season all changing and stuff. And it's like you know, real life is going on outside this bubble. And I said, it's, it's crazy, you know, how disconnected you can get. And I said, I, I can't do it anymore. And so, and, and you, you figured out a really cool way, man, to, uh, to get me back in the groove, dude, we're not only going to talk about some stuff here, but we're actually going to watch a movie, man. Yes. Yeah. yeah we're going to watch classic. a movie that we've been teasing that we were going to watch for almost a year. Yeah, really. It, it, yes, it was one of, Almost one, of the, one of the first ones that we were toying around with the idea of watching. You know, before even and I think it was the first. Yeah, yeah, or or it was the second. I, I think Killer Sofa was first. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But I know, I know it was first sequentially. But I know that, uh, um, you know, that when we talked about Where Rooster, we had to decide between those. And at this point, dude, I wish I would have watched what we're going to watch now. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, we are going to watch Velocipaster. I don't I don't see anybody <laughs> talking about it. I know it's going to be bad. Uh, the, the poster and even the tagline, which I can't remember offhand. I remember made me laugh out loud. But I mean, Velocipaster, that's just hilarious. But I do have. Uh, we never got a chance to, I, I know I talked about it, but I don't think I showed it mid late March. I can't remember what it was. I, I put out, I don't think I had a copy of this at the time, but I put out uh, my novella slow burn on Riverside. It's been getting some really nice reviews. I will read the, the back synopsis real quick. 
Taking my mind for granted became my biggest regret. When 18-year-old Jex moves into a new apartment, his roommate's descent into drugs paves the way for mental illness, while Jex deals with their sexually assertive landlady. But when her teenage son shows up, things take a very dark turn. Jex. Jex. I've heard that name before. Well, this is a prequel to The Same Deep Water as You, which I know you haven't read. Yeah. But um, yeah, this is uh, this happens before. Uh, but they're still both standalones. You don't need to. You could read them, you know, whatever order you want to. But um, I'm really proud of it. It's not horror. It is a, uh, I guess you'd call it a thrilling drama. A psychological thriller, actually, is what it is. Yeah, I'm proud of it. And I just, I told you yesterday that I just signed a uh, ghostwriting contract with the company. To We'll never know. So we just got to take your word for it. Yeah, yeah, you'll never know. <laughs> we'll I'll never know. Like, what book is it? You're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> yeah. But, but I'm I'm excited. I'm excited and I'm a little scared because I've got my plate so full right now with mm-hmm. writing projects and deadlines approaching and collaborations. And then all of a sudden I've got to, you know, write uh, novels for somebody else. That you know, that we'll take the credit for it, but you know that's that's uh, that's okay. It's, yeah, how does that feel, know? dude? I mean, I, I I've never I've never done ghostwriting before, you know, mm-hmm. and so I well, yes, I did. I did a I I did ghostwriting for an op ed that gained a lot of traction under somebody else's name, and it even had their picture on it, yeah. and it broke my heart because I'm like, you know nice person but can't write like that <laughs> like, yeah. like i that's me man that's my writing and i would try to tell people I'm like well who's this person's name I'm like screw you man yeah. <laughs> Dude, i wrote that isn't it obvious i you know i was i was talking to um our buddy armand rosamelia yeah um man. also from project entertainment network uh with the mondo method and uh the uh dead sexy Armcast podcast and he's kind of like not just with it like he's like the big dog yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's the, uh, yeah, he's the, the CEO, yeah, he's the, if you will. Yeah. yeah he's, he's the, exactly. He's the, he's the, the big yeah. daddy of the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. But he, he's done, uh, his fair share of ghostwriting. So, uh, last year when I was toying around with the idea of this, uh, I talked to him and then I talked to him again recently. And he had mentioned, um, I said, you know, I don't, I don't even, because I don't even know if, if when you write something, um, if you're aware of what happens to the book, like, is it kept a secret? Like you will never know the author, the author, you'll never know um, the title. And so it's just out there being sold. You know, I, I, I told him, I was like, for my ego sake, I would love to be able to put it on this big shelf. I have of everything I've written with the, probably the spine facing inward. So, you know, I, I mean, I would never tell anybody, right. but uh, right. yeah. Um, but he's like, yeah, if ghostwriting is definitely not um, uh, good for your ego. I mean, it's not, uh, it's, yeah. it's not. Uh, and I use that word because I know Armand's got a, a huge ego and he, it's stuff like that <laughs> is very important to him as well. Well, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I can't tell you what it's like. Um, I mean, it's your craft. It's, it's right, your own. I it's your I own done it yet, so I don't. You know, yeah. I don't have any experience under my belt. I've never written anything before where someone else uh, took credit. You know, 
So it has, that'd be hard, man. You know, and I have to say this, man, um, you know, Chad puts a lot into what he does. Like people may not understand like how much he puts in, um, you know, and, and even to the authenticity of what he does, he puts so much into it. He, he recently, I don't know how much he spent, but he spent, it had to be enormous amounts of money to pay an actress to pretend to be this supposed sister that did a book review of, of, of a book for him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Rayshon, you're right. There is no Rayshon. <laughs> so, totally fake. No, in, in, for real, that was just a, a terrible segue to say that, you know, um, he has, he really does have a sister. <laughs> and, yeah, and a, a, a punch sister my own ego and it kind of knock it down and say, well, you know, okay, so he does have a sister. Ratio. Yeah, it's for real. And, and for those who don't know, he is referring to the time that I blew his mind when I mentioned a sister and brother <laughs> that I have that he was not aware of. I, I didn't believe you. And, I didn't uh, believe when you said Rayshon. I'm like, you're right. <laughs> you're lying. No, I way. said Rashane. Rashane. That well, okay. Rishane. And then I was like, it's not Rayshon because you thought it was uh, like. A, I still think it's like Rayshon. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rashane. Okay, Rashane. I'm so sorry. And to the sister because she's real, so I need to apologize, Rashane. I am so sorry that I've been calling you Rashan. <laughs> but, but either way, you know. But a real person, a real person, you know. And so, I know that's kind of a forced situation, but dude, it was so hilarious to see it i I've, yeah. I've never seen her ever and so it's to see that and to, and to hear her talk about you man and to talk about how you're right i just thought it was really really special really cool yeah um, me too because i don't get to i never get to see her she doesn't live in uh, michigan you know and she's a school teacher yeah uh, a little bit down south so uh yeah we we don't get to see each other ever or anything so it was nice that i, I think i mentioned before not all of my friends and family have read my stuff and that's okay but mm -hmm. but when somebody just out of the blue does like that um it's pretty special did she let you know that she was going to make the video um no no dude that's that's so cool i had no idea Rashane, you're thought, awesome, thought of you. you're, awesome. you're, you're not you. only not fake you're awesome <laughs> so yeah. yeah oh man yeah so and another announcement, and I'm I'm gonna say this. I don't even know if I mentioned this to you. I think I did very briefly the other day when we talked, but um, because uh, you know I, I mentioned all these writing projects that I've got going on, you know, short stories that are due from from invites to anthologies, and and I, of course I got my Patreon page, and my patrons are incredibly awesome, and so I I you know I gotta. Uh, keep feeding the piranha there mm -hmm. and, you know, giving them, um, what you call it, content. But um, I'm writing a book, and I'm only bringing this up because he spilled it in the middle of an episode of The Final Guys, but I'm writing a book with uh, uh, Hunter Shea. And, um, and the main reason why I'm bringing that up is because I started writing a book, uh, right, I'm sorry, I started reading a book um, in kind of preparation research, if you will, uh, for what we are writing. Um, I'm super excited about it. Hunter's a great uh, author, incredibly nice guy. Love that guy. Love all those guys, all the, all those final guys. Uh, they treat me like family over there. And so um, this is this is pretty cool. This is pretty special to to be able to write with him. But I'm the book I'm reading right now, and I may have brought this up 
in an episode in the past and talked a little bit about it. But now I'm actually reading. I'm a little more than halfway through. It's called Communion by Whitley Stryber. Do you know anything about this book? No. And I probably would have remembered if you said communion. Like I maybe I mean, I have a pretty impeccable memory, but well, it's I don't, I don't a New York Times that bestseller that came out in the 80s, like maybe 87. And he claims it's a true story. And it's about him being um, like abducted and stuff. And um, to this day, you know, this came out in the 80s. And this before that, he was a horror writer. They made a couple movies out of some of his uh, um, books like Wolfen and uh, The Hunger. David Bowie was in that. I think I think he wrote that one. And um, so he was just like this other Stephen King dude. And then all of a sudden this stuff happens and he never goes back to all his books now or just like his obsession with this thing that happened to him. 35 years later, he's still saying, yeah, man, this freaking happened to me. I was traumatized. Books don't really creep me out. Uh, most movies don't either. But um, this book, yeah, it has some unsettling stuff in it. To think that, I mean, I'm not reading it as pure fact, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm reading it with a skeptic's eye, but I'm also reading it um, as, you know, agnostically, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I have a friend who's like really excited about the upcoming I guess the the government is supposed to say an official statement regarding a number of videos that have recently more been, videos because uh, I know they've been putting them out videos that they've had for a while. They've yeah, been, well, they, uh, they've come they out with more statements too. That there was a fleet, which uh -huh. I knew because you can hear mm -hmm. the the pilots say it. You can yeah. hear them say that there's a whole bunch of them. It's not just one. You only, in the video you only see one, mm -hmm. but you hear you hear the person speaking. So. That wasn't like um, a revelation, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but they've they've recently been coming out in the build up to this, talking about you know, and I I'm I'm pretty skeptical about it about the the government and the mm -hmm. way that the government will respond to these things. I think it will be a lot of legal ease, and it will be mm -hmm. ambiguous language. You know, yeah, yeah. We can neither confirm nor deny for whatever reason, blah blah jargon jargon. And so I think you're going to have a lot of that. Um, and so I, I, I'm not crossing my fingers and saying, oh, and, and, you know, and, and plus deadlines aren't deadlines, man, to the government. So I'm kind of like, I remember being people being excited about JFK releases and stuff, um, yeah. back just a couple of years ago. And I predicted that, that in the lead up, even days ahead of time, that the government would, would request that they get an extension and that it be hidden for a very long time. And mm -hmm. I think it was the very day of. The day that it was supposed to be released, everybody's waiting, pins and needles. And I'm like, no, I'm not <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I don't care. Well, it's almost about to happen. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Next thing you know, boom, you know, we're not revealing them because they've said that it would diminish the respect and the trustworthiness of the institution. I'm like, well, obviously, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Well, isn't that kind of an admission? Like, all right, well, they obviously were involved in some way, you know? And so I don't know. I don't know what I'm, you know. I'm kind of a, a agnostic on that too. You know, I'm not, I'm not an outright, uh, I'm not like an outright disbelief of that. I think statistically mm -hmm. with as many galaxies and planets and planet planets within the Goldilocks zone that we've got. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's, it's, it's not only possible, but in some ways statistically, maybe even probable that there is life elsewhere, but life mm -hmm. is a big term. And so the idea that, well, there's like advanced life that's made it, you know, 
through radiation belts around our planet and, and, you know, light years away and all of this stuff that that's, that that's gone on. I'm, I'm skeptical of that. Um, and, and in a way, maybe it's for fear to say, look, if that is real, then, I mean, they're essentially like God to us. I mean, they would be so advanced that it would be like those tribes coming in contact for the first time with civilization mm -hmm. and realizing that, oh my gosh, you know, so there's like cars and these things called TVs and smartphones and radiation. There's galaxies and spaceships. And I mean, it would be so mind blowing that, that I think it would be a mass extinction event for the same reason. We don't go to a lot of those tribes and stuff. Anthropologists, they, they recognize the dangers in doing that mm -hmm. um, because you, you'd see a mass extinction of that tribe. I mean, it did massive suicide. And I said, so I, I'm skeptical of even them coming out about it for reasons like that. Plus, you're, still Plus you're terrified of being abducted. Yes. That, 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 you've, you've told me that that, that the thought terrifies you. Yeah, being abducted, dude, and getting anal probed or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, No way, dude. I've already been anal probed, man. I've already been anal probed, and I didn't have... I was abducted by Dr. Wang... In the in the uh, the in basic training in the Navy, and she had one of those anal eyes. That's way you, too much information, but it's wait, true. You, you're saying you were probed by Wang, Doctor Wang, <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Wang, straight up, dude, dude. Okay, I gotta say it. I, I'm in too deep, Chad. I was marching, and I felt like a burning in the butt crack, dude. Right where it was like it hurt. I'm like, ah, man. I'm like, marching sucks. So I'm like, I got to go to the doctor. What's going on with me? Did I chap crack or something? So I go, I go, it's winter time. I don't know. So I go, I go to the hospital and, uh, and they're like, well, we think you got hemorrhoids. And so they, I, I'd never had them before. So they lay me down on this bed and this doctor comes in, Dr. Wang, beautiful lady, Asian man comes in and she's all telling me to get over in a fetal position. And I'm well, okay. So I pull my pants down. She's like little pressure. And I'm like, what <laughs> i turn around I'm like no 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 and she's like oh little pressure dude she shows me this thing and for no better choice of terms dude it looks like a freaking dildo i mean it's like long it's plastic it's like a it's not plastic but it's clear and you can pull the center out and it's just a, a, a cylinder right it's a tube and so you can flash a light in there and you can see how deep anything goes inside dude this thing is you know talking thick bro Major girth on that thing. And I'm like, no, no, no. And I try to turn around. She brings in these like mega buff assistant dudes that are like holding me down. And I'm begging, bro. I'm like, no, no, please. And dude, she just a little pressure shoves it right up. <laughs> when a cat yawns or like a rattlesnake eats a big animal in their mouth, it gets so big, you can see like everything. Um, that's basically what I was like. <laughs> I was when when that thing went in. And she's showing them. She's like, oh, little grapes. It looks like little grapes. And I'm I'm saying I can't breathe, dude. My mouth is like wide open. I'm like crying, you know. <laughs> and she pulls it out. Bro, three times, dude. Three times. I had to go back twice for reval. The, the second time I thought it was over. And then they call me back under false, some weird pretense of some other thing. And I get there and oh, it's Dr. Wang again. I'm like, no. And dude, she comes in. It's like it's like all she does. I don't know, I, but I've totally been probed. It was not awesome. I was the laughing stock of all the dudes in my division. It was a terrible experience. And so if I was abducted, 
by aliens on some crazy spaceship dude in this crazy world. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And they bend me over and do that. Bro, that's like hell, man. <laughs> I can't, yeah. it would be like multiple levels of wickedness. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. I, I, I wanted to read part of this. <laughs> it's an understatement, I guess. It doesn't sound fun. I mean, yeah. A couple drinks or a yeah, steak. I wouldn't want to get uh, feline jaw ass. Whatever, whatever you're uh, that <laughs> Whatever happened to you there? So you got to read um, this thing, man. I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't even realize, man. Fine. I'm so sorry. We, we did not even read what you wanted to read. Yeah, that, well, there's just that thing in here. He had a couple theories because he's trying to figure out what what happened. You know, what is this? And he's doing what he can to, um, you know, he was a skeptic before this. He had no belief in any of this kind of stuff. And he's trying to put the pieces together. And am I going crazy? Is some? Am I having some? Am I hallucinating? Am I having some weird recall that doesn't isn't real? You know, he ended up going under hypnosis and made sure that they didn't lead him in their questioning, you know. And, and he says, another thought was that the visitors might really be our own dead. Maybe we were we were a larval form and the adults of our species were as incomprehensible to us as totally unmanageable as the butterfly must be to the caterpillar. Perhaps the dead had been having their own technological revolution and were learning to break through the limits of their born. I thought that was really interesting. And then he says, yeah. or perhaps something very, very real had emerged from our own mind, taking actual physical form and continuing forth to haunt us. Maybe belief creates its own reality. But yeah, I thought those were uh, uh, fascinating the fact, uh, the consideration. Yes. Dude. Yeah. And in the, in the fact that he uses the analysis of the modern morphosis of uh caterpillar to butterfly and how one is not aware of the other it's pretty scary and it has me thinking of just uh i don't know then this guy starts to find out that he's uh that this has been going on longer than he knew and and like being visited and stuff and so it's like you know and then i started to i started to you know i don't know if i talked about this on the show but when I was like between the ages of like maybe 10 and 14, uh, I saw something in the sky that I just chalked it off as whatever, just something that I personally didn't know what it was, but it was an aircraft that obviously I'm not privy to, you know, like I had a friend who built planes and he had plane posters on his, on, on and jets and he could he, he'd be like oh that's a whatever and he'd say what type of engine you know real nerd about that stuff you know i didn't i wasn't interested you know my walls were ozzy and kiss and stuff um i wasn't interested in any of that kind of stuff so i just assumed that it was something that um i just didn't know existed you know but the yeah. more that i think about it as i get older i i wish and the problem with um my memory of what i saw is that I I didn't tell the story enough to recall it that well. You know, like I just didn't tell anybody about it. And then um, I think about Elijah is like 25 now. So when he was like 13, he was really into this UFO, Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster thing. Like a lot of boys get yeah. into, you know. Yeah. It's, it's just fascinating for a while and then they get out of it. Um, 
well, he, he, he had these books and he was studying this stuff and he's like, dad, have you ever seen a UFO? I was like, well, I don't think so, but I did see this thing. And he, Elijah pulls out a notebook and he's like taking notes of everything that I'm saying. And I think he even may have recorded, he had this little mini recorder. He was like going yeah. full blown, like, um, investigative you know, guy, investigative. Yeah. 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 So cute. So cute. And he, um, so I told him the story and I, I think that maybe the very first time I ever told him, it was a little shady. And then I never talked about it again until I was either talking to Hunter because we had a, a Skype call. I think I was talking to him about it or, or my wife recently. And it was still a little, but it wasn't, it wasn't a saucer. It was like a, it was like, I remember there being like a, um, like three of them, whether they were, like in in like a teardrop kind of pyramid shape together. And they were uh, either, I don't know if it was one thing flying or three things flying. And it wasn't like Thunderbirds. It wasn't anything like that. These were kind of like um, uh, not white in color, but sort of, you know, against the, against the blue sky. More like a, almost like a, not really transparent. I don't know. I had a like a per, pearlesque type of color, and they either the three of them formed a triangle, or the whole thing was a triangle, and I could see like the three teared up trap shapes of of whatever this thing was, and the way. But the way that it was flying wasn't flying like like geese would fly. It wasn't flying with the point facing this way. It was flying like at a, at another strange angle. Um, it was, there was no sound and it was, it was way up high. It was way up in the distance, but I just like, Oh, I've never seen that before. There was no trail. And like I said, there's no, you know, battle Creek, we get those stupid, uh, Thunderbird jets flying all over in, uh, well, and you're in, at an in, army in, base. Uh, fourth of July. Or the, yeah, you got well, an army I lived base in, there. This is when it, I lived in Sorosco. I didn't okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I live now, dude. Well, yeah, yeah but, but I'm, so I'm saying that be, the vicinity, the vicinity is, of that area yeah, anyway. for Custer. Yeah. But I live, yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived on the edge of Marshall and the army base is, you know, far West on the edge of uh, what Augusta and battle Creek. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. could have been anything, no idea, but I, I, I have never gone around and said, yeah, I think I saw a UFO. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I know people who claim to, and I, I can't imagine if you've seen something like that, you can't help but think someone's lying or they're nuts when they tell yeah. you. Yeah. You just can't help that. You know, like you just think, oh, I wish I would have been there. I could have told you what it was. Or I, I would have, you know, I could have said, well, um, you know, well, don't you see that headlight coming from that car over there hitting the tree? Can you, you know, but um, I don't know, man. I, I just, uh, I, I find it fascinating. It doesn't really it doesn't interfere with my, uh, my faith, you know, but I do think that there's more answered questions than I used to think about stuff. And this goes with all kinds of stuff from the pyramids to, um, there's just so much weirdness in the world that uh, when you, when you learn about something that, that, you know, it's like, what is that? How does that even, you know, how does that happen? And I find it exciting in the same way that I found 
when I became a Christian and I started getting into the whole end times thing and like, you know, which is kind of a common thing for new Christians to do is get real excited about like end time stuff. I don't believe that stuff like I used to, you know, as far as like how things are going to go down or, you know, uh, but there was a time in my life where I was like, absolutely. Yes. Rapture. Absolutely. Yes. Seven years of great tribulation. You know, yeah. and then I was like, please let it be pre-trib rapture. Please let it be that. <laughs> I don't want to go through hell first. Yeah. But my my views have changed on uh on stuff like that. But the reason why I brought that up is because this the 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 UFO thing and like the pyramids and just all these other things, I find them ex- very exciting and exhilarating the same way I did when I first learned about this other stuff that I had no that I had no idea about, you know. Yeah. So, well, there, there's. In fact, I was. I have a friend who's very uh, interested in this. A very good friend, and uh, she uh, has family actually that was involved in in certain kind of high profile um, alien encounters and claims and mm-hmm. sites. And there's documentaries about her her family and stuff like that. And so, you know, to, to have these discussions and it's, it's, I've always found it really interesting. Um, and when people, you know, cause I, I know when people bring up pyramids, for example, and they go, well, how do they do this? Or how do they do that? And they say, well, you know, we don't, we wouldn't be able to, to accomplish this anymore. Um, I, I know that there are certain skeptics that would say, well, that's, that's kind of ridiculous. And I would remind them that that's the same claim that NASA makes regarding the reasons that we haven't come back to the moon. <laughs> like to say that we don't have, mm-hmm the technology anymore we did when it looked like you know a tin can with some yeah. sticks and stuff you know but but for some reason now we can't but that that that's the official explanation for nasa and so you know they say well we don't have the technology anymore we apparently did back then strangely enough and so you know it's one of those things where apparently that's not as outlandish as it sounds i will say though you know i i know of people and this isn't to the merit necessarily it's just to say that it's an argument people make and when you said that there's the way that you feel about it is similar in a way to the excitement that you had and the fascination you had with end time stuff, even maybe when you first became a Christian, um, mm. there there's a, an article that I read recently over at Scientific American. I think it's actually an older article, but it's uh, um, by this guy, and he, he's uh, he's talking about the 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 similar things that go on inside the brain of people who believe, for example, in uh, fantastical religious claims, although he would probably say all of them are. <laughs> I think he, he's an atheist and he's Michael Shermer. So he would say all of that is, but he, he, he goes mm-hmm. in to compare those two things and say that they play on the same stuff. And so in his estimation, the increase in interest in aliens is directly connected in w- the Western mind, at least with, the decrease of interest in religion. So he says that those two things, that one is a replacement of the other because it plays mm-hmm. on the same kind of hopes of cosmic purpose and finding mm-hmm. our place. What's our meaning? The the very, these deep metaphysical, deep-rooted ancient questions that we have, uh, even about our origin, you know, because, you know, I know people who believe in like the seeding idea and stuff, you know, that maybe we're a mix of multiple aliens and, I mean, I, I, you know, I've got friends all across the spectrum. And so um, I find it fascinating. 
I'm skeptical, but I'm also one of those guys that says if they come out and if there is verifiable proof and you say, hey, you know, look at this. This is quite obviously alien comes out. Hey, everybody, we're aliens. We're here. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think I would go, OK, that is pretty compelling. But but I've also there's enough there. There's enough there that that it makes me wonder. OK, for one, the documentaries, mm-hmm. but my friends, family's documentaries, is you know, it's serious business. Other documentaries I've seen, but also the Phoenix Lights, dude. You know, I I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that the movie. I think it's called Phoenix Lights. Um, it's tons of people in Phoenix. They're looking up and they're seeing these triangles right up in the sky, and tons of people reach out. And I, I think at the time the guy was the mayor, I think, or he was. I think he was the mayor of Phoenix, or it was the governor. It was somebody high profile person politically. And they came out, had somebody come out in an, in an alien costume, mocking the people who were saying it the next day on a press conference mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, that person now believes in it because that person who was a, a former officer with the Air Force or whatever, you know, a high profile pilot, uh, he reaches out to try to get information, man. And it's like shut down and he's become kind of a outspoken person about this stuff. So, you know, there's enough of that out there. And that's that's more than the the yetis and stuff. I've watched it. I've watched all those shows. Do the people who travel and try to find the yetis and all that. I've seen that. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't even put those in the same category. You know, I'm not as big of a believer about the yetis. Although I've seen some stuff with that too. But I think that a lot of things are in, uh, interconnected, and that um, would kind of blow our mind with with uh, when we find out. Um, yeah, it, it's. It doesn't really scare me. Like I said, it just fascinates me. And I, I'm glad I'm not one of these people who let's l- let's say that, it, that all this alien stuff and stuff. Let's say this abductions and things like that. Let's say that happens. Okay. Let's say it really mm-hmm. does. I'm so thankful that I'm not one of these people that it happened to because that would really ruin your life. You know, you yes, huh? <laughs> people would just think you're nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, yeah. that would suck. Yes. Dude, it doesn't yes. matter how convincing, dude. you know, and you can't pretend it didn't happen if you know it yeah. happened. Yeah. You know, so like this guy, Whitley Stryber, and, and, and the guy that, um, that, wow, him and his buddies, when they were doing the, uh, they were working on the, the lumber dudes. Uh, what the heck is that dude's name? I'm so bad with this kind of stuff. But him and his buddies went out to the, the fourth. They made a movie. At least one. It was called Fire in the Sky. And um, this other guy I'm talking about, him and his buddies, they were on a job site, I believe, out out in the woods. I think it was California. But I could be wrong. Um, And uh, they saw a ship come down. And dude approached it and everybody else stayed back. And uh, he got sucked up into the ship. And then when they were done with the job or when they were coming back to, to, to this, like the city or whatever, um, the dude still hadn't shown up. And so after, I don't know, after like nearly a week or whatever, they, they were starting to, I think they were going to be charged for the murder of this guy. They believed really? that they murdered him and buried him out in the woods because he was, he was missing. So finally, like a week, I don't know, 10 days later, something like that, uh, he shows uh, or he he the guy shows up naked in a telephone booth on the phone calling his brother and saying hey i'm i'm <laughs> here uh I, 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 I don't know what happened blah blah and then he remembered everything 
and he explained what happened. Abduct, he was abducted and stuff. He was a young guy at the time. This is like I believe 1974, and still, he, him, and every one of his friends, uh, his coworkers, still stick to that story, and they're really convincing when you listen to them talk about what what they saw and and about what this guy saw too. It's probably it's probably the most popular abduction story out there and the most credible one too the one the one i was thinking yeah, of is the flatwood monster right and it's uh it's that. got yeah the flatwood monster uh talking about seeing ufos uh the family members it's eddie may and freddie may so it's stories about that there's a documentary about it there's a tv series i guess that had to do with it um and so, yeah, there's, there's videos you can look up. Yeah, the Flatwood Monster case, Declassified the True Story of the Flatwoods Monster, Project Blue Book. And so there, there's different videos people can watch of that. Uh, I know one of the relatives. And so I've always found it a fascinating thing. And it doesn't, it doesn't affect me either. Like, it doesn't, that wouldn't bother me at all. And, I, you know, I know that some people, well, it would, it would bother me for different reasons, you know. And I would be afraid, of, as I said, I, I believe that if all of a sudden it came out and everybody thought, oh, my gosh, there's really aliens for real. And they've been amongst us and they've been doing all of this stuff and everything else. I really do believe we would see massive, like crazy amounts of suicide, violence. I think I think it's I think it's the reason why the government, even if it's true, why the government would fall on the side of stability um and say we can't talk about that and make it a state secret to say look the stability of a nation of a people of a species of people is more important than the knowledge of this you know and, and if the aliens are that if they're if they're real and they really made it through this radiation belt and light years of travel and everything else to get here they would know this they would know that and so like um and so i can't even imagine that they would want to to be known you know large scale and why even why they would be interested in in human buttholes and stuff i don't really know but it's, and it's not not everybody's that's, probed but that's yeah, that, not everybody's that's, probed that's trying to put yourself on theirs that's like putting your comprehension level and your understanding and your reasoning on the same level as them and that's just you can't do that you know for um, which part what are, what are you talking about if if aliens exist like you if in, in why you're like well I don't understand why they would want to do this or why they would do this. Or I, you know, because uh, we're not, not, we're not on the same page. You know what I mean? Just like, uh, just like with, 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 um, just like if you were to, uh, you know, go back in time or or something and and talk to some, uh, you know, dude from 200 BC, he would have any understanding of what you're, your reasoning of doing something or the science behind something or your, yeah. you know, you comprehend anything that you are doing. Like, why are you staring at your phone tapping all day? You know, and just anything, whatever. And, well, but uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they're at a technological place where they can actually make it light years away, if they can do that, um, then technologically they would have had to have gone through ridiculous amounts of time, for example, experience development, the the idea and I, I am assuming that if they're able to if they're te- so technologically advanced that to their that place then they they are well aware of how our species on this planet 
deals with sudden revelations that everything we've ever thought and all the meaning that we've had may be false mm -hmm. because that's how it would be pitched. I mean, people, it may not affect you. It be, you know, you may say, well, I wouldn't mess with my faith. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, in, in some ways you're already asking questions that are different than you used to. And so your, yeah. your faith has already shifted a little bit because it would, the questions would come up. Was Jesus an alien, for example? Okay. Did he come from another planet? I'm talking to, right. Yeah. I, when I say my faith, I'm speaking like the root of my faith. I'm yeah. not talking about every tiny aspect in the Bible that I, that I, um, you know, like that, like that doesn't make me question um, certain things as far as like um, Adam and Eve, you know, and then being solely the only um, living being created but yeah so it, it i mean it, when i say it hasn't affected my faith i mean that i fact the fact that i believe in god yeah and that i the fact that uh you know in christ but i don't know man but it's, what if, it's, they, but what um, if the aliens came and said that they were atheists and that we're all stupid for believing in god <laughs> like, we would see massive amounts of people becoming. And here's the thing: a friend of mine, same friend, was saying that you know that that would wipe out a lot of religions. It would, but religion wouldn't go away. I know some people would say, "Well, religion's kind of going away." And I said, "Dude, there would be the biggest UFO cult in the universe. People would worship them. Mm -hmm. They would they would yeah. say your your abilities are so far beyond ours. It's like magic, dude. It it would be magic." You know, I think there would be a lot of intelligent, more intelligent people that would be not so quick to do that and recognize that like that would be something like when you see those movies or, or every movie that, that has like time travel in it has some kind of or, or episode of Star Trek when they go into a certain time and the dude shows up, pulls out a liar, lighter and then everyone bows down and starts worshiping him. There's something very primitive about primitive about that. And so yeah. I think uh, some of the more intelligent people would recognize that and go, well, this, I'm not doing that, you know, just because they are more technology or, or techni technologically, Techn technologically. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. Techno technologically. Stop until I say that word. Yeah. <laughs> Technolog technologically. Yeah. <laughs> technologically. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Advanced. <laughs> And that they, they would uh, just, <laughs> you know, be, um, they would feel like, um, do you know what I'm saying, man? Well, uh, honestly, yes. But like, I think you got it backwards. It is. It's like, it's like the episode of, of whatever show or, or movie where the dude goes back in time and he's got something as simple as a flashlight or something like that. And everyone's like, ooga booga. And they bow down and they're just, they start worshiping the, the person and we're just, we're like, you know, what are you doing? What, you just guys don't have a clue about this stuff yet. That to me, I, that, I think that I agree with you, but my framing of it would be that it would be the uneducated people that would say, I'm not bowing down to you because they would say I'm bowing down to one Lord. Cause by and large, I, I think that the more intelligent people, I think that, that it would be a messianic thing. I think they want that. I think there's a lot of very intelligent people. Why that would you worship want something to. based on their technological advancement? That because it would be it would be me. so advanced, it's literally otherworldly. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like people, we frame it. So much of our conversation is framed within, um, like 
seeing movies about it, Star Trek or other things. Well, that gives us like a imaginary framework for what we think is possible. It doesn't explain how to go light years away without dying because we don't know how. And so if, if they're at that place um, and that's assuming like, what would they look like? What if they were tall? What if they were short? What if they didn't look human? What if there were all these things? And I, I think that people who are like really gung ho about it, I think they don't even understand human instinct and that there really is something primitive. You said it's primitive. And I say, yes, we all have a lizard brain, right? We're, we're all, we're all still great apes, man. Like we're so, <laughs> the things that we do, right? We are monkey town central over here. And so we do very primitive things and we put drapings on it to make us look smarter. But a lot of the junk we do is just monkey town nonsense. So I say, if, if, if aliens showed up, I think that the people that would take a stand and say, I'm not going to worship it. And I don't mean worship in the sense that everybody's going, doing mantras and everything, but that their allegiance is completely beholden because for one, if might is right to a lot of these people and if, if authority and power is who has that, right. You would, the States would basically cease to exist. They could come in and wipe us out. I mean, there's no doubt if they can travel light years, they could literally annihilate us like we're flies. I mean, there's no, it's so dramatic that ability that their skills for weaponry would be just <laughs> compared to us. We, we, would what, be... if the, what, what if they're not, what if their skills are based on, travel but but it doesn't happen by itself like that's what i'm saying like tech, the way technology develops like even take the iphone like uh steve jobs when he talked about it he said it's the best ipod we've ever made you can make calls and listen to music and he didn't even talk about the internet for 30 minutes because it was outside of the social imaginary at the time mm -hmm. of, of but that to get to where we are with a smartphone required a whole host of other technologies that come together. Kind of like when we were talking off air, we were talking about black mirror. And I was saying, I believe a, a lot of the stuff in black mirror because we have technology to help people see again. For example, we have the ability, we have social, uh, uh, what is it, man? Social credit systems in China. And I, I contend Facebook and other things are examples of this. We have social media, we have instant replay. We have storage devices in, you know, major time storage that we can do. So if you come, if you see all of those different things and you go right now, we're in the brain, like Steve Jobs, it's the best iPod and forward thinking people say all of these technologies that are different come together to create what we later would call things like smartphone or what Black Mirror would be the little grain inside the, the ear that can replay all that. I say the same exact thing is true regarding the technologies that develop and would be required to travel. And I'd say the same yeah, is true I with aliens. That. But yeah. I don't think that, I mean, but the, again, that's to say, well, if they can travel, then they can all, they can do everything we can do, but better. And I don't believe that. I don't think that, they, I don't think that there was, that there, um, yeah, I think that it, it, let's say the, the grays, as they're called, you know, these these buggy eyed dudes with the, the, you know, the teardrop eyes and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, their makeup in itself, in the, hypothetically speaking, you know, if, if these are what exist and these are the things that can travel and that do visit. Um, 
they have different makeups, different e- emotional, you know, and different reasoning. Um, uh, and, you know, some of the stuff I'm getting from the book, you know, like as terrifying as this experience was for this guy, um, he did get the sense often that they were terrified at what they were doing uh, at that time. And he also didn't, he also wondered if this was a cult, this was a hive that what was visiting was a collective mind and not individual beings, you know, but these were like, almost, almost like um, that there was a hive mind and that these are theories because yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, if yeah. something like this yeah. happens, all you've got is time to right. try and think, you know, what the, the heck world. happened? Yeah. yeah right, what the right, heck right. happened? Yeah. And, right. you know, so, um, yeah, he, he was questioning whether these were, um, and that's also based on some of their actions and stuff. And, uh, which I found really interesting, but I, I just don't, I just don't think that you can take a, you know, if that were to exist and put it on the same level as we are in every area. And not to say that most, you know, like if they're like, oh, you guys got 3D printers? Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not saying that, that they can't. I just don't think that. Um, what would they be interested in? Like what, what? And, and let me ask this. When we uh-huh. go to the tribes, mm-hmm. like there's the, I love the video. There was somebody who died, a guy on a, a boat and he tried mm-hmm. to go to this uh, island or whatever. And the tribes people came up and they had arrows and spears and stuff. And they were dancing and smacking the ground and and doing all the, the mm-hmm. gesturing and posturing and stuff. And they, he's dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Or the person, the, it was a white dude that shows up in the jungle, this group, and he's got a mirror and they see a mirror and dude, they are freaked out. They don't know yeah. bowls, for example, tents, the way that the material that we've got. Um, yeah. And they've never seen, for example, a submarine with yeah. nuclear weapons on it. <laughs> like, so, so they're, they're sticks, like literally it's sticks and stones. And so that's, in my opinion, the closest analogy we have because we're able to traverse the ocean. Right. But you're talking, ocean, about, you're talking about another human being. Yeah. I'm talking right. about another, I'm talking about just even just a being that we can travel. That bleeds red yeah. and has yeah. eyes and brain that work. You know, I mean, they might have different morals or whatever and, and, and yeah. uh, stuff like that. Um, spirituality and, and, you know, obviously culture, completely different culture. But I'm talking about something that just has a completely different makeup. You know? Yeah, maybe. I'm open to it, man. You know, if, if uh, you know, I'm kind of, I kind of think that's the way it would turn out, but I'm open and I would be interested in reading that book, you know, and seeing what, because look, you know, I haven't, I haven't had the the time or experience to actually be thinking about it for no better choice of terms and not meaning to be rude to the guy uh, or his claims, but mm-hmm. to be as obsessive in my thought about it yeah. as consumed, not obsessive, yeah. consumed, because if that did happen to you, um, or something crazy that that's the best framework you have for what happened and who would do that and how it worked out the kind of thoughts that would go through your mind for the rest of your life for the rest of your life. And so mm-hmm. he sounds like a smart guy and he sounds like he's somebody who's, you know, he's able to conceptualize abstract ideas and say like, well, what if it was this or what if it was that and playing it all out and realizing that 
he doesn't have an answer for it, but these are a lot of what ifs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think even just broadening of the mind is a good thing on it. And yeah. so, but that, people, that's my take, man. That's people listening might think that, you know, I I'm playing devil's advocate, really. You know, it's, it's an interest that I have. I'm not, I'm not trying to convince you. I'm trying to, yeah. to pose, you know, um, I get not even arguments, just things to look at. But yeah, yeah I mean, I'm not, I'm not convinced, but I well, think I'm, I think I might be more convinced than you. Uh, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that is saying the very critical things, but at the same time, I'm saying, you know, Hey, I'm, it's a possibility that we have a superior, a superior creature in our midst. That's really messing with our junk at this point. You know, yeah. the, you know, I think there's enough out there that it's made me wonder, as I said, I mean, I've got, I've got friends that talk to me about it. Intelligent, intelligent people, people that on, when we talk about other topics, um, highly educated um we're talking master's degree doctor doctorate level people um who are critical on a lot of other things but on this something happened right or a family member something happened to their family and not just one but to a family like and mm -hmm. and to to hear that and i know people can say that, you know there's a lot of claims well, that, that people make and families and stuff but this is a family too i mean the 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 guy in this it it, I, it ultimately happened to him but he had a couple over staying the first night that crap went down that he could remember and then he ended up trying to figure out what just happened and then finding out that this isn't the first thing time this has happened but that that, that kind of like the the main thing there the catalyst for for every finding out everything else he had a couple staying over with him and then his wife experienced some strange stuff and as well as his young uh, son. So it was, it was, but he was the one that was like, you know, so it is, it, when you have something like that, it is interesting when other people are involved and they're like, I was just reading a section in here where uh, the woman, it, it, he, he's kept it a secret from his son. He's listened to some things that his son said, like, um, Last night, the doctors took me outside and were working on me. Mm. And this was, uh, he's like, what? <laughs> you know, and, but he's, he's kept everything that he has experienced, the doctors that he's seen, the, and he also avoided reading anything because he didn't, uh, before the hypnosis stuff, because he didn't want to be tainted by anything. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't used to read about it, had no interest, didn't believe it in any way. This happened. So he was very careful about his whole approach uh, um, because he didn't want to, he wanted to get to the bottom of it. Ultimately, is this real or am I going crazy? What is happening to me? And yeah. so his, uh, and then his, the part I'm in right now with his, his wife being hypnotized and she didn't experience this stuff. So like they, they went under hypnosis. Yeah. She went under, under hypnosis and it was weird to hear them talking about, um, you know, it was hard for them to comprehend certain things that they that they smelled, or that they um, how they felt, what they saw, like maybe an, something an alien was wearing, or even a light source. And she didn't see the things that the guy said. And again, her the the, the these doctors were not leading her in, in their questioning. Um, you know, making any kind of uh, um, like planting ideas. Yeah, yeah, they weren't doing anything. Yeah. Like that. So, um, but 
she felt like under her, her and, and these are all transcribed verbatim these these sessions and she felt like uh she just kept talking about how there's there was so much going on at the house and this was in the middle of the night they'd have been sleeping it's just the house is too busy there's too many people yeah here and she's there like well what do you mean and she's like i don't know i just i get the and then um the the son um has nightmares sometimes but this particular night he had one that was like he was screaming like bloody murder and it freaked her out and they said well did you go to go to him and she said no whitley did and so why didn't you go and she said i wasn't supposed to and they're like and i and i felt bad i'm i don't want to be a bad mom but i wasn't i wasn't supposed to to go and then she complained about Whitley, Whitley being gone for so long and how you know going on about how she but she was just like um yeah she wasn't supposed to go she wasn't supposed to uh, be a part of what was going on it was it was weird and she and she knew a little bit about what he was going through but not all of the details and so what do you think though what do you think about the hypnosis angle man like um I don't know I, enough about it uh, you know I I, mm. I can see I I do believe that there are people who have given some really bad false information with uh like satanic terms, panic in terms of like just like yeah he you know killed me or he he killed my aunt or, or I saw that you know or or accusing people under the influence of hypnosis of something and being completely wrong about it I yeah. think that that happens. Well, I, yeah. well, I know it. Ha- I know it happens. Yeah, we it, talked about it in the it. Satanic Panic episode because that was that was one of the things. Is a lot of the people, if I remember right, a lot of the claims about the Satanic Panic were claims that were made under hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but there was a number of them, and that that played a role in it. it was one of the evidences that were used. I personally don't think I can be hypnotized. Yeah. I, I think just, that's true. There's a lot of people. Yeah. I just don't. And it's not and it, it's not anything like I just know how my mind works and I, I just don't think it would work for me. I really really don't. I would like to. I, I there was a point where I wanted to, but then I also feared the idea that a suggestion would traumatize me somehow and I, mm, I wouldn't be able to yeah. get it out of my head kind of thing. Mm. the kind of manipulation the kind of implanted ideas uh, and stuff horror movie like yeah like if i ever got hypnotized i would want to make sure that first of all somebody like mary or something was there at all times not being hypnotized right and so could kind of you know oversee everything and make sure that you know i don't want to get some quack in there going Every time you fart, you shall also <laughs> have an orgasm or something. You know, I don't. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, hey, man. I mean, come on. <laughs> Actually, would you really yeah. turn that down? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honey, we got to stack so up with bad, Chad. Dude, we'd be eating food that makes us fart on purpose, dude. I'm like oh, yeah. lactose intolerant, but I'd be guzzling milk. Yeah, stack up on the beans, man. <laughs> yeah, it would be so. It's a bad idea, but you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I like to be in control, and I I, you know, yeah. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't. I I I just don't. I mean, I know hypnosis works. I don't know to what extent. I don't know how much of this, um, hypnosis you see, like the jokester hypnosis that you see, where you know 
Yeah, like, the cockadoodle do people on the yeah, stage. I, I don't yeah, know yeah, how yeah. much that is, how real that kind of crap is, but yeah. This I don't know, man. Suggestion yeah. is a, is a powerful drug, dude. Yeah, suggestion is a powerful drug. You know, I mean, I I think that that's a, a lot to explain. Not the entirety of it. You know, I I believe in spiritual realities and stuff, uh, even demonic realities and things like that. Um, but you know, things like the mass hysteria at certain revivals, for example, you know, that you can, that you can be a conjurer of spirits that aren't even spiritual. You, you can be, you know, I, I think that there's probably some wicked junk in there, but at the same time, I think that just the mere suggestion, the power of mm -hmm. even, um, it, it's hypnosis, but it has to do with the speaking and the cadence that you have. People, mm -hmm. in fact, accuse Donald Trump of that, uh, Hitler, right? Other people that had a certain, a certain cadence and timing of what they were doing and that it was a kind of hypnosis through the way that they were conversant. Um, hmm. You know? And so I don't know. It's to me, it's a fascinating subject, but I don't know enough about it, yeah. you know? And I feel the same way a little bit about aliens, you know, like I I'm fascinated by the idea. I've seen more about aliens than I have about some other conspiracy things. And I, I lump in with aliens, dude. I lump in their stuff to do with like Nibiru. You know, because I've studied stuff to do with Nibiru, for example. Like, I've I followed for a little while the Nibiru community, the plasma planet that's being hidden right now behind huge mirrors mm -hmm. <laughs> and stuff. That, that, and they have little uh, experiments and stuff that show how you would do it, you know. And they say, well, yeah, here's mirrors that are copyrighted mirrors, massive mirrors that, you know, could go into outer space or whatever. And so, I, you know, but but that's still part of that community of people. You know, they, they believe those are aliens on that planet. Right there's uh, that ain't a good thing when they roll around, you mm. know. So whenever that happens, but you know, I, so I've I've watched stuff about it, um, but at the same time, um, I don't think that I have, a, I don't think I have enough to have like a, a super solid opinion, other yeah. than what it would be like if they if they were real. That I'm that I at least have my reasons for why I think that I could be wrong. Mm. But at least I have a sufficient number of ideas and facts and things to play off of to say, well, this is what I what I would anticipate happening. Um, but to the as I said, to the credit of other people, and I, I don't believe that it's like, like I have friends who are like, well, they're just demons. I don't believe that. Mm -hmm. Like, so I don't believe that, like, you know, the idea of aliens, that they're just demons. Yeah, there, no, I don't you know, and so I, I don't I don't buy that. Um, and so I don't know. I, I find it fascinating. And uh, I think that book would be an interesting book to read, even if only as something as an exercise. Like Alan Watts, have you ever heard Alan Watts? Mm -mm. He does. He does like speeches like that. So like speeches that he's kind of off the wall. Like maybe he did a lot of LSD. I don't know. Maybe he did. <laughs> I don't know enough about him as a person, but I've listened to some of these lectures and stuff that people have sent and said, "Dude, this is really mind opening." And it is. He says some off the wall junk, but in the end, dude, it's like one of those exercises of the mind that really make you go, Hmm, you know, like what's up with that? You know? And so I don't know if I, if I said he, he seems like somebody who did LSD and they're like, Oh, he was 24 <laughs> seven. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. He, he, he kind of comes off that way, but. Well, cool. Um, I, I, I had a feeling that if I brought that book up that it, it, this might happen. Sly dog. And I'm okay with that. Um, I, I would love to get a, well, it's not something I did on purpose. It's just that we 
have good discussion in it. I think a lot of people find interest in that sort of thing too, UFOs and aliens and whatnot, whether they believe in it or not. And um, uh, I would love to get somebody on here that knows what they're talking about at one point and have a discussion or something. I think it would be kind of kind of neat. I know Jack and Hunter had uh, a guy on uh, Monsterman who wrote a book and pretty nice dude. Maybe maybe uh, he would be up for hanging out although yeah. this was fun man this was a fun time dude and you did a really good job you did a good job bringing that up man you knew it you knew it would rock and uh and i hope that people enjoy it man. i hope that people just enjoy the fact that we're we're back i hope so too man i hope we're, that, we're um, back Chad. yeah i hope we have a I, I mean i know our audience is small but i mean i hope people are listening <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we know that someone is listening. We know that, like, maybe, maybe the visitors, dude, they're like, they, they're catching on the communication, like, oh, Paleo Cheese is talking about it. I wonder what they're going to say. <laughs> they're going to probe our show, Chad. <laughs> they're going to bend our show over in the fetal position and Dr. Wang that thing. <laughs> like, this is what's going to oh. happen, Chad. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to worship him. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So, are you, are you ready to watch Velasa Pastor? I've been ready my whole life, Chad. All right. I I might as we're as we're watching it, I might change clothes, and yeah. you might too. Yeah. Lighting might be different. Hair, everything. Lighting might, might be, be different. My yeah. hair. I might have a hat on. <laughs> Who knows? But <laughs> but you're looking so stylish right now, dude. Me. I, Yes, is what is that just a button-down shirt? What is that? Because for some reason, I don't know if it's you. You got you know kind of uh, square shoulders and stuff. No, it's a jacket. I knew it, dude. Yeah, I dude, knew it. Look satin, at you, man. Yeah, it's a satin jacket, dude. My Bro. hair's in, kind of in the way, but you're yeah, taking man. it to another level, Chad. Look at you, man. Is that I like pa- my... is that paisley? What kind of design is that? The, oh, the the jacket itself. It is paisley, dude. Is it snakeskin? No. What is no. that? What material? Just it's like satin polyester bro or something satin i think and i got my I'm representing my horde brethren if yeah anybody knows what that is for the horde oh you're World like at War- another level World bro Warcraft. you're at another level man people need to go back and they need to they need to watch the original episodes man and see how chad was dressed back then and see he's you've still you've, dressed like that you're right man you're right, dude. You're all snazzy now. Look at all I'd dapper and stuff. I still dress with my normal no long sleeve with my t- concert shirt over it or whatever. My- yeah, but you're wearing suit coats. I've seen you, man. I've seen you wearing some button-up shirts that look like nice and stuff, and you got some suit coats on, dude, looking real professional nice and stuff, dude. You're looking, you're looking sharp. You know, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with you. Man, some nice clothes. I like to wear, I, but I yeah, I have been wearing more of that lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks sharp, dude. Looks good, man. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, looking fancy. Yeah, I'm gonna have to up my game, dude. Start wearing a freaking the, tuxedo, dude. Corduroy tweed jacket with the suede uh, suede elbows. I have one of those, but it's it's like the the coat itself is too long. Yeah, you, know, you can tell it's made for a guy who's taller. The professor's jacket. It is, yeah. dude. It looks awesome, but you know, maybe I'll wear it sometime because in in these shows you can only see from like the chest up, man. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. I could, you know, like right now, dude. I'm wearing, you know, one of those mankinis. Nobody knows it. 
Yeah. But you know, well, you showed it to me earlier. <laughs> yeah, I, I showed it to you. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. wear those, you're gonna end up being able to see Dr. Wang again, boy. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> never, dude. I'm never gonna see Dr. Wang again. Oh, that was the worst, bro. So, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna, I'm gonna curl up in a fetal position and cry when this is over just for reliving the memories, dude. They're deep. It's it's deep. <laughs> it's wicked bad. Traumatizing. It is. It's traumatizing. Yeah. So, well, how can people get in touch with uh, in touch with this man while we're getting ready? So they can they can well, do this while we're while we're getting ready. They can go and they can check out ways that they can connect with the show. Who cares? Why bother? They're not gonna. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Screw all you people. Look at what you've done to Chad. <laughs> Oh man, if they want, I mean, yeah, if we could get one email that says, I hate your show, that'd be awesome. If, if they want to hear, uh, get a hold of us that bad, you can, I guess you can Google us. If, you, if you're listening look, now, you know how to spell our name. Just look us up. Yeah, just, 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 just look us up. We've got, a, we've got an email at Gmail. Oh. <laughs> we got a twitter account facebook yeah. instagram or there <laughs> it's all spelled the same do it or don't <laughs> oh yeah man all right now we're gonna get a whole bunch of them and they're all gonna be like i hate you be like dude chad why i would still feel like okay I'd be like, dude, I'd, I'd feel special. I'd probably even respond to him and be like, thank you so much for that feedback. <laughs> like, we really appreciate it more than you know. <laughs> I, I am actually doing a, um, uh, a Q and or not a Q and a, it's like an AMA thing. Yeah. And I gotta, I gotta start filming the, the videos. I'm doing like a question at a time thing. So if anyone outside of, you know, the podcast, if anybody wants to do the, an AMA thing, um, or you know, ask me a question or something like that. I'm doing that, and now, I'm do you select them. them. I'll just whatever. I'll, I'll just answer whatever. Mm. <laughs> well, mm. I mean, yeah, obviously, if somebody sends something that's like, you know, yeah, I don't know. Like, what stories are true inside of Skullface Boy? Yeah, that's a good question. And it doesn't <laughs> have to. I mean, it doesn't necessarily. Oh, good, I'm asking it. Yeah, I wanted to know. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to pertain to uh, a, a book or just whatever. If someone has any type mm. of interest, I, I have a couple things. Like uh, somebody asked me about my favorite board games because they know that I'm a big board gamer. I've been asked like, what else I'd like to do besides writing? Do do um, is it is it is it draining to write such emotional stuff? You know, things like that. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Well, dude. Get dressed, get ready. Yeah. Because it's time for Velociraptor. Let's do this. Woo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>